0: You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show. So, if you hate liars, and you don't want your kids to be a liar, (laughs) lie to them through their entire fucking childhood to stop them being a liar. I just need to add one of these here. That's the best observation. Another tip for um, parents, or prospective parents, is... um, Have a plan for what you're going to call your kids' genitals. Okay, that's interesting, yeah. Because it's definitely something you need to consider rather than just get to a point where your kid can speak and go, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) And points at it. And you've just got flustered and come up with something. Yeah, because you can't call it a cunt. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you could, but then you're going to fall into that trap of your kids going to school, going, oh, you've got something wrong with me. You're going to bleed that out, yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't know, maybe, maybe not.
1: Let's face it, a lot of people who do do that don't end up as alcoholics or, you know, dependent on alcohol. You turned out all right. Well, kind of.
0: (laughs) I like a booze. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, not for breakfast. Yes.
1: My daughter, who hated most foods when she was small, Literally eats most things now, although she is a vegan now, and I think one of your daughters is a vegan. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: but we still love them. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you will see that me and him are in the same room. Now, I know that he's known for his camera trickery, but give me a hand. Look, yeah, okay. if I squeeze it really hard, he'll, he'll scream. <laughs> so, um yeah, we're in the same room. Um Not just any room, this is Baz's... Room. This is Baz's living room, Um, and a beautiful room it is. So, um, we've spent about roughly about fourteen hours getting set up. So uh, we are here now. We're ready. Full disclosure: um, I've had two and a half hours sleep because the only flight I could get here was seven o'clock in the morning. Um, I went to bed at eleven thirty last night and woke up at two for my uh, for my bus to the airport. So. Um, you know, if, um, if the second half of this podcast is, is just kind of some, uh, some easy listening music and some pictures, it's because I've fallen asleep partway through it. So as long as it's not
1: me going, Mike, wake up,
0: wake up, Mike. (laughs) Mike. Well, it might well be. So, um, the first point of order today, Baz, is, um... Someone's bought us a beer. Oh, come on, really? We love that. Right, so what I'm going to do, Baz, is, um, as I say, I've been travelling since two this morning, so I've had a lot of things, uh, a lot of time to think, and also, um, yeah, a lack of sleep, so I've gone mildly insane. So I'm going to sing a little song, and I want you to join in, because you will know it, okay? Right. right someone's bought a beer bedford sean someone's bought a beer bedford sean come on join in someone's bought a beer bedford sean oh bedford sean there we go so we've had a beer bought for us from somebody in bedford and we're in bedford yeah. it's a little bit disturbing that they might be watching us right now um not on there i mean literally might be looking through the windows um peeping through the curtains uh, but yeah, we've had a beer sent from Sean from Bedford, and um, if you want to buy us a beer, by the way, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash mildlypod, or you can go to the website at uh, daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast, there's a big button there that says buy us a beer, um, and uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll sing you a song, uh, we'll sing you a song with your name in it, and Sean's name would have been scrolling across the top of the screen there as we sang that, so... Um, He's uh, He sent us a message. He said, I'm not a crazed superfan, which is good news. Um, but he did put yet, which is a bit disturbing. Um, he said, uh, enjoying the mildly controversial banter, best of luck in new exciting levels of success. It's coming. I'm glad it says it's and not he is. <laughs> Um, so, do you know Sean from Bedford? Is it S-H-A-U-N? It is, yes.
1: Yeah, that's my school friend, Sean Hudson. Oh, thank you very much, Sean. Yeah, we've discussed the podcast. Yeah, if,
0: if any of my school friends or Buzz's school friends or anybody who went to school um, or anybody who didn't go to school wants to buy us a beer, then, yeah, you know what to do. This week's episode, um, we are going to go back and revisit um, the subject of parenting. Yeah. Um, we did a, yeah. We did a show on this um a few weeks back um and we only got about halfway through the list of things we had to uh, had to talk about so the idea behind this is um if you are a parent of young kids or you are about to become a parent or you're hoping to become a parent uh, we've got some real life th- i hope that didn't come up on the mic <laughs> it probably will do <laughs> did that come up on the mic like, let us know if that came up on the mic that was me moving on the seat that's the sound so- of leather it's the sound of leather, not middle-aged man's bowels. Um, so, yes, um, if you are uh, one of those people who is uh, who is looking for some uh, parenting advice, um, all of this is tongue-in-cheek, but there is an element of truth running through it. Well, it's
1: fair to say that a lot of it is from our experience, isn't it? So-
0: it is absolutely from our experience, uh, and I hope it will help you. Okay, so the first thing uh, that I want to cover is, um, and again, it's, 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 it's a serious point, um, but hopefully with a bit of a, a entertaining, uh, a dob of entertainment on top of it. Um, the first thing I would say is uh, don't feel guilty if you feel like you're not living up to being the parent that you thought you'd be. Yeah, good Okay? Point. And I'll give you some examples. When my wife and I were expecting our first, uh, not my first, but our first, um, we said we weren't going to use a dummy um, or a pacifier. There you go. There's a bit of a translation for uh, our huge <laughs> oh number damn. of American listeners. Um, but we, um, we said we weren't going to use a dummy. Um, and we was like, there's no need. Um, you're just setting yourself up for a fall. You've, just, you've got to give it to them. But then there's going to be months and months of heartache when you've got to take it off them and all this. Chill the fuck out, guys. It really, really doesn't matter. Um, I don't think I've ever seen um, a 20-year-old who's still got a dummy stroke pacifier.
1: Yeah, not so, yeah, not in anything but a weird club, anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. Perhaps on uh, perhaps on OnlyFans. <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> um, don't don't search that, by the way. Um, but yeah, look, chill out about it. Like we said, we would never do that, right? And uh, our experience it was, we're never going to use a dummy all this all the way through the pregnancy. Now we're not going to use a dummy. First night home, uh, Molly didn't stop fucking crying for hours. I went out uh, at 2 a.m. to a 24-hour supermarket. I bought about 15 of the fuckers. So, um, so yeah, that was one of the most short-lived we-know-what-we're-doing, even though we're new parents things yeah. that, that we had there. Um, another one is um, we promised that we would not just sit them there on an iPad. And this was, like, quite um, – once we'd learned from the dummy thing, you would have thought we would have learned. don't – don't believe your own preconceptions and things. Um, we'd be out in pubs and restaurants, and we'd see parents of uh, of kids from I don't know, maybe two, three, four upwards um, at dinner, and the kids were on their iPads. And we were like, oh, "We'll never do that. We're gonna We're gonna make sure we have interaction with our kids. We're, we're not gonna just sit and let Steve Jobs bring up our children." Um, listen to me right now. <laughs> Buy an iPad, buy a spare iPad in case the first one breaks while you're out and use them all the fucking time. <laughs> because when you're out, it's the only piece you will get is when they're sat watching some inane shite yeah. on an iPad or playing on a game. So um, it, it may not be the textbook example of how to bring up a kid, yeah. but it's the textbook example of keeping parents sane. I have questions.
1: Oh, so the first one, uh, what was your reasoning for not wanting to go down the uh, dummy route in the first place?
0: Um, like I say, we just thought, um, they don't need them and, uh, it was, it was a case of, They'll get too, so attached to it, you're just setting yourself up for a massive like trauma of having to yeah. take away the uh, the dummy in the end. And, look, in the end, it was a case of, you're a big girl now, let's give it to the dummy fairy. And we hung up in a tree or something. And you know, we tied it into a tree with a ribbon. And in the morning, it was gone and replaced with a toy. Um, so it was dead easy in the end. And I, I just know. think, yeah, just don't. You spend your life worrying about things that just really aren't worth worrying about.
1: I like your preemptive uh, buying lots of them in case they'd actually lost one, and you could just get another
0: one. And- oh, yes! Yeah. We, look, we, we went we went from not buying any to buying shitloads, yeah. and basically, uh, we'd put her to bed with because we we started off with those ones that clip onto the sleep suit thing. So, yeah. um, but that never worked because she always got rid of that. So, we, we ended up resorting to putting her down for uh, for a sleep in uh, at night. With a fucking halo of about 10 of them within arm's reach above our head. I
1: don't really need to do
0: that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we went from no dummy to absolute fucking scattergun approach on it.
1: No, and you, you probably developed one on a hydraulic ram that just sort of like
0: from back into a Zonk. Not going to lie, <laughs> I did briefly weigh up the pros and cons and morality of, uh, of gaffer tape <laughs> yeah. once it was in. Good shell um or f- functioning some kind of elastic strap around the back of it um you know i i quickly came to the uh came to the uh the realization that that is that is very much not a recommended or moral thing to do and the third thing that we said we would do is we said we would make our own baby food yeah um you know Pure our own veg, locally sourced if we could get it. They'll eat what we're eating. Yeah, don't fucking waste your time. <laughs> um, you'll go through that and you'll beat yourself up for just throwing some fucking nuggets and chips at them, <laughs> um, just to keep them quiet. Yeah. Um, but, do you know what? Don't do it. They're not going to get scurvy. They'll be fine.
1: Well, one of the things I remember about feeding was um, I've got to to call my daughter Brittany for, you know, to keep her anonymous. Everyone who knows will know who it is. But, uh, yeah, so we tried to get her on to finger foods as soon as we could just because, well, for us it was easier. We didn't have to spend time feeding her. And, uh, yeah, I kind of think that ruined her dietary habits for quite a long time because – yeah, she never got into anything with the sauce or anything like that and would only ever like beige food. Yeah. But let's face it, kids love beige yeah. food, don't they?
0: But, you know, your kid's not going to get malnutrition. Yeah. Um, ideally, you want to get veg in there. And, you know, if a kid if a kid likes, a hey, vegetable, fucking seize that opportunity <laughs> and go with it. You know, if, the, if you find your kid likes carrot sticks, crack on um my son loves broccoli yeah um but here's case in point my daughter who's now 13, no sorry uh, the son's 13 my daughter is 15 going on 16 um up until about 2 years ago wouldn't even look at a vegetable um, now makes her own lunches um at the weekends makes her own lunches for school there's carrot sticks there's peppers there you know like crudite yeah crudite um, <laughs> okay. exactly Locked up to take uh, to take to school to dip into hummus and things like that she makes uh, she makes her own pasta sauces with um with uh, onions and peppers and things like that so just chill it'll work itself out
1: <laughs> yeah yeah as, as a bit of a good advice most times kids won't be kids forever and they will end up eating like normal food even my daughter who hated most foods when she was small literally eats most things now. Although she is a vegan now and I think one of your daughters is a vegan, so Yeah, yeah. there there'd be something in that. But we still love them. <laughs> what else have you
0: got? Okay, the next thing I wanted to move on to is a uh, word of warning uh, when your kid gets to school age. Um, there are two types of school... I was going to say school mum because they do tend to be mums. Yeah. Um, so um, it wouldn't be sexist to say school mums, um, but I will say parents just to just to make it uber um, acceptable. Um, but yeah, the first one is definitely a mum. Uh, because the first one to avoid is you will find some school mums who are mums and pretty much nothing else. Yeah, They have nothing else in their life other than the fact that they've managed to procreate. Yeah. Avoid them at all costs because you will hear nothing but shit about their kid that you're just not interested in. They don't they don't have hobbies, they don't have interests, they don't they're not into sport, they're not into movies, they have nothing else to talk about. Um and don't get me wrong, I love my kids with all my heart. Um But I do have other things in my life. Yes. I do have other interests, I do have other things that I uh, that I like to do and things that I like to uh, other people that I like to spend my time with. Um uh, but yeah, they, these parents are just I'm gonna go as far as to say um, the mums that are like this are, they're almost like, like battery hens. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've got nothing else to do other than spit things out of the vagine. That's all they've got <laughs> in their Blasely life. Mostly
1: put, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> So my recollection of this is when, and I won't say who, like, I've known people that have had kids, and they go from having vast interesting conversations about all manner of things and then from the day the child's born, every time they see you, it's just about little Johnny or it's just about you know Susan or whatever the children's names are. Yeah. And you can't kind even of go. um remember, like the thing you used to do. No, <laughs> all that's gone now. Yeah, you have those people that their, their whole life is literally. um And I'm not slating them. It's who's picking up the kids, who's taking them to to whatever. We, act. we are
0: we are slating them,
1: but. yeah. Well, no, no. It's, it's it's more like pointing out, and this is the difference. I Me mean, not, you know, I'm. I'm honest here that like um my daughter didn't grow up fully with me. I'm uh, uh, myself and her and her mum split up quite early when she was quite young. So I don't have a lot of that sort of shared process where we've seen other people as couples going again. Oh look Britney can do this. she can do a handstand at the age of, you know, three months old, and look, she can recite the alphabet backwards from the day she was born. They're the people that irritate me more than anybody else. Who just kind of want to go, oh look, here's no pressure on you, but look, can your child do this? Those people piss me
0: off. That is literally the second um, group of parents I'm suggesting to avoid at the school gates.
1: Um, well, there's proud, isn't there? And there's also that whole thing of, like, you know, shitting on other people's children's ability.
0: There's a phrase I came up with. Um, I'm Look, uh, people will say you didn't come up with that. I never read it anywhere. I did come up with it. I'm 100% sure it already exists, but I never came across it. Yeah. One up mum ship.
1: I've never heard that, so you invented that there as well. As as so,
0: uh, one up mum ship. Because, oh, Jesus, just the whole, is your kid talking yet? Yeah. Really? 12 months old? Oh, well, you know, mine was, uh, mine was going through Shakespeare's soliloquies at the age of eight months. Is that the right thing? Yeah, Soliloquy? yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, there perfect. you go. And if it's not, we don't care. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, I knew there was a word there somewhere. But but yeah, and it's just like, oh, well, you yeah, know, yeah, they've been walking since six months and, ooh, two years old and they're not walking. Oh, dear. Oh, maybe there's something wrong with it. Oh, just fuck off, right? <laughs> Do you want me to sit down and talk about all the stuff I can do that you can't? Just chip them you know, just avoid them at all costs. You'll you'll find them pretty quickly, and then just you now make a mental note of them. You know, like on um, Terminator when the little thing screen comes across was information about people. Yeah, yeah. like j- just get in your head, like avoid this one. Uh, so every time you see them, that little phrase just comes up in front of your eyes, like avoid Fuck you this one. asshole. Oh, just get <laughs> out of the fucking way of them and just stay out of the way of them.
1: Oh, we should also level up on this one because I've met many parents and I love these people. They're the ones who go, nah, he's fucking dead thick. Can't (laughs) can't do fuck all. Probably will one day, he'll be fine. But yeah, can't even feed himself at the age of 20.
0: I would suggest in all seriousness, try and find yourself somewhere in the middle of those two. Yes. (laughs) Not, not, he's fucking useless, I've given up on this one, we're going to have another one. I know he's only three, but he's going to turn into fuck all, probably be in prison. So uh, we're going to have to have another one. Um, in between that and the one who thinks that um, they've given birth to the, you know, the next Isaac Newton or something.
1: Oh, wrong. I do I, I do believe that there are some child prodigies and, you know, kids that are really good at football from an early
0: age. Do you know what a lot of those kids go on to do? Absolutely fuck all the rest of everybody <laughs> yes. else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, look, you can you can take your kids uh, you know as many football practices as you like. You can take them to as many spelling bees in America. Um, they're not a thing in the UK. Um, as you like. You can take your kids to, uh, you know, maths club and all that kind of stuff. But, you know... They might still be flipping burgers, so um, or doing other. No, oh, fucking. I'll better take that. I was just in case there's a lot of Americans that that's what they do for a living. No, I think, yeah.
1: I think even in America, flipping burgers is seen as the sort of like the the entry it's,
0: point to edu- it's, to. Uh, it's, to- it's, the, it's the archetypal thing, isn't it? So whatever minimum wage job you like, insert minimum wage job of your choice into that. Yeah, pot washing. Let's go for that. Right, we better stop now, Baz, because um, anyone who uh, works in the food industry or the uh, <laughs> Or uh, or washes up for a living uh, has now unfollowed us, so uh, we should it. probably move on. Oh, uh, my next piece of advice: you're right, Baz. You've yeah, just got a Rick in my neck. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you're 55 years old. Um, you can't look without getting injured. <laughs> Do you need a bit of time, buddy? Do no, you need to right. go and get you some uh, some deep heat? I've moved on, and i was going to get a neck massage. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll we'll give it a go. My next piece of advice is, and this comes from um, this comes from personal experience. Okay, um, there will come a time when you decide it's the right time for your kid to have a mobile uh, or a cell phone. There you go. Look at me translating. Smartphone now. Yeah, exactly. So there will come a time when you will decide it's the right time for your kid. For some people, it's 9, 10 years old. Some people, it's 12, 13, whatever. Um, a word of warning. If you think that it makes financial sense to sign your kid up to a pay monthly plan rather than pay as you go uh, because it's cheaper, um, you get more uh, data included and stuff. A uh, word of warning. Um just be clear that if you do that, uh, you will be paying for fucking years. Um, and like I say, I speak from uh, experience. Uh, for my fourteenth, my uh, eldest daughter's fourteenth birthday, um, we got her a phone, and I signed her up to a monthly contract because just uh, she's going to get loads of free data, uh, she's going to get all the perks of. It's the same cost as a pay as you go, so I might as well do that. Um, so I did that on her fourteenth birthday. Um. Three months ago, she started paying her own mobile (laughs) bill. She's 25 now. Um, I didn't work out how much that has cost me over 11 years. Yeah. um, Just because I don't want to see what that number is. Um, But it's thousands. So, so yeah, word of warning – by all means get your kid a mobile. Um it makes perfect sense uh for safety and for, you know, to uh, to keep in touch and you know, um kids uh, kids interact with their friends uh through uh through phones and social media and things like that. It makes absolute perfect sense. Uh, yeah, just if you are going to sign them up to a monthly plan, just be aware that you're going to pay paying that until they're about twenty-five.
1: <laughs> well, just in just in relation to that, business of uh, when do you get their first phone? Yeah, I think mobile phones have just become that thing now where everybody has one. Doesn't matter if they're seven or eight, if they can operate it and they can uh, they can use it responsibly. <laughs> there's there's a bit of advice for you. Responsibly used. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's it it seems to become an issue of when. Now it's more like. You know, I see that thing where recently where people were, were like announcing online, saying, "Oh yeah, I go through my child's phone to make sure that she's safe or he's safe or whatever." And there are other people that are going, to "Go no, well, don't do that. You've got to sort of like you know, you, they'll, they won't ever trust you again." Yeah, how do you feel about that?
0: There's there's a balance to be struck. Uh, we don't we don't monitor what our kids uh, get up to on their phones. Uh, hopefully, uh, we've fostered a relationship with our kids that means they can open up to us about anything Um, and we're uh, you know we trust them yeah Um, and you know uh, we might be setting ourselves up for a fall at some point but we kind of made the decision that that was it was better to 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 do it that way um, than it was to be overly protective and like people going through the messages and regularly kind of snooping on their own kids I don't think that's a healthy thing for the parent or the child yeah
1: yeah, because, like, let's be clear on this, anyone who's ever been a child has kept secrets from their parents, right? Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. most of the time they aren't world-ending or life-threatening things. No, I mean, you know, I, I get, Yeah, you know, let's just touch briefly on bullying uh, well, on a very serious note. I guess if you were able to monitor that, then you'd probably get a handle on it quicker, because there have been some horrendous yeah. cases where kids have kept, you know, they're being bullied. But, I, just, you know, you and I are both phone users, uh, internet users, like, I'd never deny that from a from a from a young person or a child young I use yeah. the word young person, kick me in the balls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you should never deny that. And and like I say, I I agree that if you are gonna go through the snoopers with their phone, you're probably ending a bit of trust that they're gonna have in you yeah. at some point.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, and uh, and if you don't trust them then they won't trust you and yeah. and vice versa. And like I say, it's um giving your kid that amount of leeway, uh, does come with an element of risk. But um we weighed it up and just thought um you know, forge, trying to forge a trusting relationship between parent and child um, is worth that risk.
1: So I think we're saying that the Mildly Controversial podcast is saying don't go through your kids' phones.
0: Don't go through your kids' phones. Let phone. them
1: fuck up like we did.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, like, put a smut blocker on it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not saying, like, complete open um, open <laughs> access to the entire internet um because we know what's on the internet and kids don't want to see but well kids might want to see it but you don't want your kids to see a lot of the stuff that's on the internet so I, I, so obviously set up you know set up the the sensible stuff you know like set up like like blocked uh, block adult sites and all that kind of stuff but yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't really uh, let's say I've I, I'm pretty confident that if our kids were ever getting bullied or um were ever in any trouble um I'm confident they would come to us and like us say maybe uh, maybe at some stage we might be proved wrong on that but um it's a risk we're willing to take to um you know to uh, to have that kind of uh, relationship of of uh, a trust both ways um yeah and, and, and another thing uh, similar thing is um our 15 year old daughter came to us Six weeks ago, and said uh, she was going to uh, uh, an eighteenth. It was her sister's, uh, as her friend's sister's eighteenth. Um, and she was going along to this, and you know she wasn't staying the night. We were going to pick her up and all that, and um, she asked us if she could have one drink, uh, one alcoholic drink at the uh, at this party, and I was just like, oh, "That's a really awkward conversation to have because." Don't want to be those parents that completely forbids it, uh, but equally I don't want to be at that parent who just goes, "Yeah, fuck it, go and get shitfaced." Yeah, yeah. Um, so there is a there, there is a balance on that one, but um, we were reassured at the fact that she'd come and asked us. Yeah, yeah. Um, she hadn't just gone and just made a, took a, made her own decision. So we were able to get into a conversation again through giving a bit of trust that she was able, you know, she she felt, uh, if I ask my mum and dad, they're not just going to go, no, absolutely not. We can have a conversation about it. So it did allow us to have a conversation about it. So we said, you can have one drink. Uh, it needs to be, it's not free pour. It's, you know, like a, a, a bottle of... F- Gin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, a, a bottle of, you know, red berries flavoured cider or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Something that's... That, that that you know what it is. It's not free poured. All that kind of stuff. You can have one, and and it got us into a conversation about that. So we were able then to say the reason we're saying not free port is that's when you can get into a situation where your it takes over you too quickly yeah. and you go out of control. Yeah. Um, you might want to stop, but it's too late. The reason I'm smiling here is because
1: I've just got visions now. You seeing a photograph of your daughter at this party, and she's got a one glass, and it's you know those ones that we had during lockdown. It's a fucking size <laughs> of a fishbowl. So I'm just having the one.
0: <laughs> you said that. That's why we said no free pouring. <laughs> um, so yeah, like it's But yeah, it's it's one of those things that is. Um, if we'd have said no, absolutely not. At some point peer pressure is going to kick in and she's going to do it whether we like it or not. Maybe not now, maybe not next year, but at some point this is going to build into being a taboo. Yeah. Yeah. And going to be built into something it's not. Yeah, exactly. I think educating your kid into responsible, educating his kid in responsible drinking is a very healthy conversation, a very healthy lesson uh, to sit down and have with your kids.
1: Yeah. I think it's fair as well from, from what I remember and what I've, I've, a lot of people have told me and you know even kids themselves growing up the first time they have an alcoholic drink they kind of go what's this shit what's all what's all the you know, all the all the build-up about yeah, this it tastes all horrible, yeah. it's
0: just that like, oh i don't feel great um <laughs> we do need to point out again um because we have uh, a significant number of uh, followers and um subscribers uh, from the usa um Unless you didn't know, it's legal to uh, buy and consume alcohol at 18 in the UK, not 21. So we're not suggesting... I mean, uh, the conversation might be very different if we were in the States, yeah. and this is something you're not allowed to do till you're 21. Yeah. Um, the law in the UK says you cannot buy or consume or buy it for somebody in a public place um, if they're are under 18. Um, there are no laws on the minimum age to give kids alcohol in the home um it's you know uh you are trusted to be the parents that we're talking about um so nothing illegal happened and yeah we're literally talking about something that um they can make their own decision in two years anyway we're just helping them get to that point and 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 kind of transition from being a kid into an adult
1: yeah and let's face it most most teen drinking listen if we're talking about teens are done in quite small groups of friends that just Get some booze and drink it with a friend's home. You know, there, there aren't that many kids like that go to pubs and get absolutely fucking slaughtered. Yeah. Yeah. You know, along with adults and they're vulnerable. I know that to be true because he used to work as a doorman. So the odd person you'd ever find doing that was someone who particularly looked like they were 20 when they were 15 or even they were 17. So yeah, we're not, we're not advocating that, uh, like your kids can go out and get pissed. But also, yeah, if you don't, if you make it a taboo subject, someone's at some point going to go, I need to, I need to know this. What's going on with this?
0: I, like I say, I think the um, I, I think teaching your kid how to drink responsibly is an important thing. Yeah, because um, I remember being shit faced on the school fields at fifteen. Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> my job is to make sure my kids don't do what I did.
1: You've also let, let's look at it. Let's face it: a lot of people who do do that don't end up as alcoholics or you know yeah. dependent on alcohol. Yeah. You turned out all right. Well, yeah. kind of. <laughs> I like a booze. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: but, yeah, not for breakfast. Yes,
1: <laughs> which leads you on to a little story. Um, uh, as I said earlier, I didn't I, I, we didn't share a house with my daughter on most of her growing up, and uh, I remember getting a call from her mum one day saying, Brittany um, got sent home from school day." Sorry, Brittany. Brittany, I'll edit that. No, leave it. No, no, I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. It'll make it dramatic. <laughs> yeah, so Brittany got sent home from school one day uh, because she was found drunk in the morning when Woo! she got to school. So I asked her about this, and she just said, that heard a friend uh wondered what it would be like to go to school drunk one day so they just did it wow <laughs> on whiskey of all things as well. Wow.
0: <laughs> I wondered what it would be like to go to school pissed
1: but you can imagine that conversation like, with you and your best mate at school going look you know we're not every drinkers but we've had a little bit when there's just the two of us I tell you what do let's go round your house in the morning on the way to school and get fucking hammered on whiskey and then go to school wow <laughs> I
0: um, Yeah, no, I need to point out that when I said I got shit faced on the school field at 15 <laughs> yeah. um, it was one of those days, you know, uh, when there is an election yes. and the school's closed on a Thursday, we had fuck all else to do. The parents were still at work, and they were just like, "Yeah, I'll do what you want to do." So we went and bought. Um, this will mean nothing to American listeners, but stick with us. Um, little kinds of Gold Label. Oh God, yeah, mm. which is uh, which is so strong, it's not even allowed to be called a beer. It's called a barley wine. Exactly, it was. A, it's a ten percent uh, beer. Yeah. Which, um, again, I don't know if you do alcohol by volume in the States, but uh, regular beer is about four. Yeah. So this stuff was uh, two and a half times stronger than regular beer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've not touched it since. It tasted of petrol.
1: <laughs> what have you got next? We've, we've done kids and alcohol.
0: Oh, one is um, a bit, well. We're, we're, I've got a, a number of things that have come from uh, people on Facebook. So we've got a number of um, stories or um, tips uh, for parents uh, from our uh, from our followers on uh, on Facebook. Um, but I do. Is that something coming through the letterbox? Honestly, honestly, you don't get this on the happy hour, do you? <laughs> Uh, I said that because uh, we're going to see the Happy Hour live tonight. Oh yes! Yeah, uh, if you haven't uh, listened to the Happy Hour podcast, um, it's shit. Don't don't watch it. Yeah, don't give them a five-star Only review. listen to ours. <laughs> um, it's not. It's really good. Uh, it's one of the most popular ones in the UK, and we're going tonight. Another tip for um, parents or prospective parents is um, have a plan for what you're going to call your kids' genitals. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because at some point you're going to have to come up with something exactly. and uh, it's something you'll have to put an awful lot of thought into uh, but it, it's definitely something you need to consider rather than just go uh, rather than just get to a point where you can speak and go what's that <laughs> and points at it and you've just got flustered and come up with something yeah, because you can't call it a cunt. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you could, but then you're going to fall into that trap of your kids going to school going, oh, you've got something wrong with me, cunt. You're going to bleed
0: that aren't you? <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Um, the Happy Hour podcast don't bleed the c words. I'm thinking it as
1: well though, because you can imagine if you're, yeah, you know, like you just went with your son and like it's all right, call it, just call it a schlong lad. It's fine.
0: <laughs> just got a cock. <laughs> One other thing is. Um, If you live anywhere where um, snow is a possibility, so uh, the UK is, uh, and lots of uh, areas of the States are, but um, when you've got young kids, you will dread it snowing. And the reason I say this is that... um, there's, there's a romantic uh, ideal and a romantic image in your head of it's going to snow, it's going to be great, we're going to get wrapped up warm, we'll go outside, we'll build snowman, we'll have snowman fights. It's wholesome fun that's for free and it's beautiful. Um, in reality, what will happen is um, it will take you hours to get your kid so wrapped up you can barely see any skin. Um, uh, and then within five minutes they'll be cold and bored and wet fingers, wet toes Um, they'll go inside and they'll leave you to finish the fucking snowman yourself (laughs) in the experience of all three of my kids that exact thing has happened I've turned round three quarters of the way through making a snowman and my kid is inside in fresh, warm clothing usually with a hot chocolate watching me through the patio doors freezing my balls off, making a fucking snowman I don't want to build. I'm trying to think if that ever happened to me, but
1: I think I just forced Brittany to come out and make snowmen with me because she wanted to go in, you know, through tears.
0: (laughs) I I, I like to think that, um, that Baz, after this, that um, at some point you're going to call your daughter by the wrong name. You're going to call her Brittany because you get, in your head, it's just going to keep Tapping away, tapping away, tapping away. That your daughter's name actually is Brittany. Well,
1: there's a reason I call her Brittany on this podcast because one of our friend, my friends who's a listener of the podcast, calls her Brittany to me all the time. Anyway, so. ah, okay,
0: there <laughs> we go, there we go. That's good. That's like if you're, uh, you know, if you're cheating, yes, then come use a pet name you already use for the other one.
1: Or <laughs> well, like me, you just have relationships with women called Liz. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> let's uh, let's discuss those uh, those parents that co-parent.
0: Yes, I co-parented the first
1: one. Yes, so uh, yeah. But I have a, a story um, of Brittany, just thought I'd bring her to it again, of um, at some point when she got to that age, like after 13, where she didn't want to just come to me every weekend. Um, she she had friends at this point she wanted to spend time with. But we had, had a weekend where um, she told me that uh, she was staying at home this weekend because she was supposed to come to me. But she'd also told her mum conveniently, who was going away, that she was coming to me. So she ended up with a free house. No. I'd been at work all week and I'd just got home on a Friday. I'd literally got to the front door and the phone went. And it was like, Dad, Dad, quickly come. There's 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 people in the house and they're and they're taking they're stealing things. <laughs> and I was like, What's going on? She said, I oh, know we we decided to have a little party and like it's all gone wrong. So I'm only about a mile away, so I hop in the car and I'm driving down there and I'm not gonna lie. I've got a baseball bat in the car because I think, you know, I don't know what I'm going to find when I get there. What I do find, as I'm driving down the road to her house, is swarms of teens running up the road. Like, literally, you know, in my head there was hundreds, but there's probably only 50 or 60 of them. all running, up the, All running up the road as I'm heading down there. So With stuff. Well, With stuff under the rug. I, I couldn't tell at this <laughs> like point. Like a fridge. <laughs> but I, so, anyway, I get to the house and I get out of the car and there are still kids running past me. And I'm about to sort of like wade in and but see a police car parked a bit further down. So I'm like, oh, hang on, go slowly. So I get there and I walk in the house and in the living room are a couple of Britney's friends all looking a bit kind of, you know, sheepish and sorry for themselves. Um, and then I'm like, so where is she? And then they said, oh, she's in the kitchen with a police officer. And Jesus. I'm like, anyway, so I had a bit of a pop at these kids, said, look, you know, how could you allow this to happen? And then when they went, I they went through uh, basically what they'd done, and this is, I know there's been movies where it's been much worse than this, she decided to have a bit of a um a get together with some of her friends. And then they decided to go on Facebook and you know, so oh, just pop round and see so and so. So apparently the house got pretty much raided by like fifty or sixty kids from the local neighbourhood. And when uh, and when it all went up wrong, they uh, they were clambering out of the house, they took stuff and they were doing stuff.
0: So it was called gate crashing when I was a kid. <laughs> um, and that's been happening for years, but um thankfully, when I was younger, um, we didn't have social media and things, So word couldn't spread that fast. <laughs> but I remember being at uh, one of my mate's house. Uh, I'll give him a shout out. Wayne Shatwell. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I remember being at his house and there was a party there. Um, we must have been 15, 16. Um, I was a bit pissed. I was lying on the city, and some bloke came in with nunchakers and started twatting me on the back of the legs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um yeah what well, wasn't well, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um so yeah careful careful kids. Um right I think we should move on to um advice and stories that we've been sent um through the Facebook page. Yep good. Um so yeah if you want to get in touch with us through the Facebook page um head to Facebook and search for The Mildly Controversial Podcast. Yeah I right think these subjects are never closed even after the podcast. Nope. Um and uh, yeah and you know if uh, if by the time this goes out you um You head there and there will probably be another subject we're going to talk about on a forthcoming one, so you can have a a, a bit of input on that one. So, uh, really quick one to begin with. This one comes from Everyday Jane. She says, When I was potty training my son, um, he used to pee on the floor and then tell me Captain America did it after laying an action figure next to the puddle. My comment to Everyday Jane on Facebook was, Be careful of this child genius. (laughs) (laughs) This is an evil genius in the making
1: i've got visions now of everyday jane's son sitting there just stroking a white cat
0: absolutely there is uh, the the workings of that young child's mind i love it need need to be nurtured and uh so that they don't uh they don't turn towards evil uh because that that that's a that could be that's potentially a very dangerous child uh but yeah good luck everyday jane with uh, keeping them uh, away from the dark side um the next one is kind of along the lines of uh, Careful What Kids See. Okay. Um, so this one comes from um, Suzanne Corless, or Susan Corless, or Susan, um, frankly, I don't care less. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of them. But take, take your pick on the pronunciation. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> um, While well, staying at my mum's house, uh, one night my partner got up to go to the loo. At brackets, we'd been out and had a skinful. Um, He got to the wrong room and got into bed with my dad. Uh, In brackets, mum and dad had single beds due to a health condition. Mum woke to the sound of stereo snoring. She put the light on and they were spooned together. Um, After shaking dad to wake him up, he opened his eyes and turned to see Ian snushed up behind him. And what I heard from my room was, What the fuck? (laughs) Um, After this episode, my nephew, who was around six years old, after overhearing us all talking about it, wrote a daily diary for school and my sister got a phone call to come in to discuss. Because the kids' school diary entry said, my granddad and Uncle Ian were in bed cuddling at the weekend. <laughs> Careful what you can see, people. Careful <laughs> what you can see. Actually, can I just tell you with a really
1: quick story just based on that as well? Yes. I used to live with a guy who was a mechanic and uh, he was telling me one day that, it, that the police came to his place of work and I said, like, well... Why was that? And he said, um, "Well, because uh, he'd been paintballing at the weekend, and his son has gone to school on the Monday and said that his dad had been shot." <laughs> <laughs> so the police went to visit him at hey, his place of work. Anyway, I just thought, I'd right?
0: No, absolutely. Um, I forgot about. Uh, I forgot that I have a story along those lines as well. Um, when I uh, when I, I found this one from Suzanne, um, as uh, as we said, I uh, co-parented my uh, and my eldest daughter, Charlie. Um, and um, I lived with my mate at the time, um, and he's called Rick. Uh, shout out, Rick Clap. Um, and uh, she's always called him, well, doesn't anymore, but always called him Uncle Rick um, or Uncle Clappy. <laughs> um, one of those things. Um, until one day, she um, we heard back from school um, that she often talked about uh, mummy and daddy don't live with each other anymore. Daddy lives with his special friend, Richard. (laughs) So. Uh, You and Richard still friends? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. We're still special friends. We just don't live with each other anymore. We've moved on. We've moved on and we're pretending to be happily married. Not not you and Richard. (laughs) No, 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 no. Sadly not. Sadly not. Although, yeah, we still hold out hope. Um, Okay, the next one comes from uh, Yana West um and here's a tip to stop a kid from lying she says um yeah to stop to stop a kid from lying try my amazing trick um our daughter tried to tell her first lie age one and a half she said she didn't get into something when we knew she did so i got really close to her face and stared at the middle of her forehead for about 30 seconds not saying a word as soon as she started to get uncomfortable i said aha i see it you're lying to me it's right there she said what's there And I told her that there's this thing that I made up called the mummy dot. Or the mommy dot. It's a dot that appears in the middle of the forehead of a child that lies to their mum. And only a mum can see it. The kid can't see it in the mirror. Nobody nobody except for mum can see it. From that moment on, at least while she was really young, if she told the lie, her hand went up to her forehead. And she tried to hide that fucking dot. Oh, sorry. It says FRKN. Um, so, jana has gone for freaking dots. I've just, I've just translated it to fucking yeah. dot. Sorry. Um, and I instantly knew she was lying. Um, since I could always tell if she was lying, she almost stopped lying completely. She's 26 now, and still involuntarily turns her head, just ever so slightly, if she isn't telling the truth. If you hate liars as much as I do, you should try this. Start as young as possible. It was pure genius the way it has worked so well for me. So... My take on that is, in summary, Yana's tip is, to stop a kid lying, lie to them for their entire fucking childhood. <laughs> That's the best point of that, isn't it? <laughs> so so if you hate liars and you don't want your kid to be a liar, lie to them through their entire fucking childhood to stop them being a liar. I just say you have one of these here. That's the best observation. <laughs> so sorry Anna. it is a great tip um but yeah you, you did lay it on a bit thick about how much you hate liars and don't want you to be a liar but went through an entire story that i that is the abridged version by the way yes. uh, of the story um where she just went on to describe how much of a fucking liar she was for years <laughs> the last one i've got from facebook is um from Stu patterson his story says one day my wife had an early morning appointment at the gynecologist As she was preparing packed lunches for the kids and clearing away breakfast dishes, she got a phone call asking if her appointment could be brought forward for an hour to 9.30am. This left her really short for time. So after dropping the kids at school, she didn't have time for a shower, so she gave herself a quick wipe with the face cloth down below. And that means... A wipe down below with the face cloth not there's a picture of it down below <laughs> don't 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 go to facebook expecting to see that do
1: go to facebook if you find it.
0: <laughs> so she gave herself a quick wipe I'll, I'll rearrange it so it makes more sense um so she gave herself a quick wipe down below with the face cloth before throwing it into the laundry bin at the gynecologist's she had her legs akimbo hoping everything was going to be okay the gynecologist said my my we have made an effort this morning haven't we mrs patterson Phew, she thought worries over Later that day, my daughter came in from school and she shouted down, Mum, where's the face cloth? Um, just get a clean one out of the drawer, my wife replied. Uh, no, I need the old one. It's got my glitter and my sparkles on it from dance class. <laughs> <laughs> so, what an incredible story. Thank you, Stu Patterson, for sending us that story in, which definitely happened in real life, or did it? Okay a comment on that story said, the old ones are the best. Oh, no. So I suspect that is an urban legend. It is a myth. And Stu Patterson is a liar. And on that bombshell, <laughs> that is where we will leave it for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in to the uh, mildly contropo- controversial... <sighs> Fucking hell. We, we should have just called it The Podcast. I can say that. Um. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mildly Controversial Podcast for another week. Um, don't forget to do all the subscribe shit. shit. Um, subscribe, like, share it with your friends, share it with people you hate. Do all of that kind of stuff. Get along to the Facebook page, the Mildly Controversial Podcast, and find out what our next subject is, and you can give us some stories that we might cover. Um, if you know, Preferably true. Um, <laughs> Not necessarily. Not necessarily, but but we do like the true ones best. <laughs> Um, or or rat someone out for lying (laughs) while you're there. Oh, yeah, and
1: also, uh, find the link to buy us a beer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, The link for that is buymeacoffee.com slash mildlypod. (laughs) Um, uh, And don't be misled by the fact it's called buymeacoffee.com. You can buy us a beer there. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next time. Mike? Yeah?
1: Do you think anyone's still listening?
0: I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.